1: Welcome to the MLB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Karam. Uh, LJ is out on a break and very excited for this show. We're going to be going through, at least I'm going to be going through, my power rankings for week 11 in the MLB. Um, very excited here as, you know, not a lot of movement, honestly, but quite a few storylines. Um You know, as of right now, it's looking like the AL Central, the NL Central, and the NL West are going to be the three best division races to keep track of. And um, we certainly have um, some things to talk about with teams in those divisions. So let's start from the very bottom of the power rankings, as we usually do. And I have a new team coming in at number 30, the Oakland A's have officially uh, hit rock bottom, in my opinion. I have them down at 30. They have the worst record in the league. Um, A run differential, which I believe is still over negative 100. Terrible record at home. They're 8-28 and at home. They have the worst attendance in the league. Um, Not much more convincing for me there. A's. 30, Royals 29, Nationals 28, Reds 27. Um, so the Royals and A's switch spots. The Nationals stay in the same spot. The Reds stay at, in the same spot at 27. And I moved the Cubs down two spots from 24 to 26. Uh, you know, Chicago's looking, you know, team, they're five and five in their last 10, but still um, have not played well against teams above 500 whatsoever and um, are. I believe 15 games under 500 or 16 games under 500 as we speak. Um, but, yeah, A's, Royals, Nationals, Reds, Cubs is my bottom five. Um, and let's move right on um, 25 to 21 is, you know, the bottom 10 teams in the league. They all are now just it's, – it's not a good sight um, for these 10. 25, we have the Tigers. They move up a spot. Pirates at 24. They also move up a spot. The Rockies stay at 23. Their NL West counterpart in the Arizona Diamondbacks moved down a spot to 22. As them and the Orioles flip um, from last week, the Orioles up to 21. All right, that's the bottom 10. Uh, Not really much more, I think, to cover um, there. Honestly, you know, the the Orioles, even though they are um, 21st in my ranking, they're still – Six only six games under 500, which is, is honestly not bad. You know, a team that's four games under 500 right now as we speak is the Chicago White Sox. So I don't think that um, they're playing that bad. Um, but 21, I just think, is is a reasonable spot for, for Baltimore. It's the highest I put them the whole season. Um, but I need to see a little bit more out of them for them to crack the top 20. All right. Speaking of the top 20, let's move on. We have the Angels dropping two spots from last week from 18 to 20. And, of course, they had quite an eventful weekend. Um, Be sure to listen to the show I did yesterday where um, I break down a little bit of that brawl. um, And then I cut in um, some audio today uh, in that I re-edited, re-uploaded that podcast. You can hear me talking about the suspensions that were handed out um, for that um, altercation. But, yeah, quite an eventful weekend for the Angels. Um, they moved to 20. Marlins stay at 19. The White Sox, they drop a spot to 18. Um, just probably the biggest, uh, yeah, by far, the, the, the biggest uh, disappointment this season out of any team has been the Chicago White Sox. Um, you know, similar to what we thought the twins were going to be last year, um, and they were not good. The, the White Sox are just not a good team right now. Um, and it's it's not fun to watch them. And it's been such a roller coaster. LJ and I were both in on them at the start of the year. Then we were super out on them. We started to be back in on them. And now I'm just completely out. Um, things change, though. It's a long season. We're not even halfway through. But White Sox eighteen, Rangers seventeen, Mariners jump up four spots from twenty to sixteen. Um, you know, you might be saying, "Well, Brandon, why are the Mariners at sixteen and the Angels at twenty when um the Angels are ahead of the Mariners in the standings?" Great question. Um, the Seattle roster, I just think the pitching is better. Um. Seattle is a team that is very volatile. One night they look like um, one of the better teams in the league, and then there's some games where it's, it's painful to watch. But, hey, they trade for Carlos Santana. Um, they still have a very solid lineup. Jesse Winker's been playing very well as of late. Julio Rodriguez's been playing um, extremely well as of late. And when you look at the pitching – Robbie Ray has seriously picked it up. Um, The strikeout to walk ratio is there. The whip is not bad whatsoever. Um, Don't let that ERA fool you. He's been very good. Chris Flexen's not bad. Logan Gilbert been extremely solid. Um, Probably their best pitcher so far this year. Um, And then a guy like. Marco Gonzalez and George Kirby both aren't bad. That's a good five right there out of the bullpen. They've got great contributions from guys like Eric Swanson, Penn Murphy, who I talked about a little bit um, on the AL relievers show we did. Um, Paul Sewold has done an okay job closing. Um, But just, I just like that group better than the angels. I just do. Um, I'm not bought in on the angels right now. Um, I need to see more out of Phil Nevin. I want to see if that was really the right move to fire Joe Madden. Um, But we got to keep moving on. Number 15, they're staying the same as last week, the Phillies, the Brewers. I dropped two spots from number 12 to number 14, uh, and they are certainly um, in quite the race in the NL Central as – as I'm recording this, they actually lead the Cardinals by a half game. Um, but I still have them kind of low here because the Brewers have been, you know, they've been going through a stretch that, you know, you might consider, I mean, certainly here, look, I'll say this. The Cardinals have had a rough stretch as of late, but they split um, the series with the Cardinals. The The Brewers did they um, last week. It was two, two to two for that four game series, they win two out of three against the blue Jays. Um, But, you know, dating back 10 days, which LJ likes to use, uh, they lost two out of three to the Mets. So, you know, you, you lost a series to the Mets, you split with the Cardinals and then you won the blue Jays series. So you won one out of those three series. Um, I would have liked you to win two of those series. I think that's not too much to ask. Um, and that's just why I have the Cardinals higher than them. Um, but the Brewers 14, Rays at 13, I dropped them two spots. Twins at 12, I dropped them two spots because the Cardinals move up three spots. Um, or excuse me, the Cardinals drop three spots from eight to 11. And the team that all these teams moving down clears way for is the Cleveland Guardians, who move from 14 to number 10 in my power rankings and the guardians are a legit team with a legit pitching staff and this lineup just continues to produce and get wins even though they have the 20th most runs in the league um it's amazing their starting pitching has the 19th best ERA in the league uh and they score the 20th most runs in the league Their offense does, yet they're still four games over five hundred at this point. Uh, It's crazy to me what they're doing. Uh, All of it's led by Shane Bieber and Jose Ramirez. Um, Shane Bieber trying to make his case for AL Cy Young. Like I said, there's a lot left in the season. I could certainly see him um, being in contention. As A guy like Robbie Ray wasn't in contention for a a long time, a a long time portion of the season last year last year um so look out for shane bieber and we certainly know he has cy young stuff as look at his 2020 season um jose ramirez making his best case um against aaron judge for al mvp um i hope that he can get one someday because what he's been doing this year uh is downright incredible especially as a switch hitter in today's game um always been one of my favorite players but The Guardians, let's talk about what they did in some of these games that they played over the past um, week. Well, they beat the Dodgers in L.A. two out of three games, and that was after they swept the Rockies in Colorado. So that's a three-game sweep of the Rockies plus two out of three against the Dodgers. So that's five out of six in a little mini West Coast or NL West um, tour for you. You take two out of three at Minnesota, who has been the best team in the AL Central this year and still has a two-game lead over the Guardians. Two out of three at the Twins. Um, Unfortunately, you do get swept by the Red Sox over the weekend, but don't let that distract you from they're playing the twins again in a four game series. It's already tied one-to-one. So the guardians have been on a roll. They are winning games. No question in that. And that's why I moved them from, from 14 to 10. Um, LJ had them at 12 last week. If he was on this week, I can only imagine he would have moved them up to at least where I have them as he's been a lot more in and bought um, just fully, uh, buying into what the 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 guardians are doing this year way earlier than i have but um yeah shout out cleveland coming in at number 10 the giants at nine they stay the same the red sox jump up five spots from number 13 to number eight um and look they have the longest active winning streak right now at seven games they're in first place in the wild card standings ahead of the Blue Jays and Rays by one and a half games. And like I said, like I just said, they swept the Twins, or excuse me, they swept the Guardians this weekend, who had been playing fantastic ball. Um, and the Red Sox quietly are first in the AL wild card and second in the AL East now. Um, The Red Sox over the past 10 days or so, which is kind of what we're using now to evaluate these teams. You're talking two out of three against the Cardinals sweep of the Tigers sweep of the guardians. um, And that was preceding the Cardinals series. It was two out of three against Oakland, two out of three uh, uh, at Seattle, two out of three, or excuse me, three out of four at the angels, this has been a great month of June for the Boston Red Sox. The lineup and the pitching staff are both starting to really dial it in. Um, this offense, number one in the league in batting average, uh, fifth and runs scored, fifth in OPS, third and on base percentage. You pair that with a starting rotation that is the fifth best ERA, fifth best whip, um, eighth most hits per nine. Uh, and they've had an above average bullpen in every single stat this year. Um, ERA Whip walks per nine Ks per nine hits per nine home runs per nine. In those six, they're above average. So as much as LJ likes to complain about the the bullpen troubles, it could certainly be um, a lot worse. Uh, I'll say that, but hopefully they can find themselves a closer. Um, I mean if they're if they're winning games by, enough you don't need a closer but they are in desperate need of um, a guy to come and close games for them um and this has been without uh, Nathan Ivaldi over this stretch this has been without Chris Sale who has been out um for this entire part of the season no Matt Barnes no Josh Taylor um and I just think that uh there's a lot to like with this Red Sox team moving forward. All right. Red Sox at eight, the Blue Jays at seven, they stay the same and the Braves stay the same at six. Let's jump into our top five. Uh, The Padres are number five. They dropped two spots from last week. Uh, Look, the loss of Manny Machado really had us wondering um, if, the Padres were going to fall out of this top five sooner rather than later. You would think that, but they are piecing it together. Um, they lost to the Phillies on Sunday, but they finished. Um, yeah, it was a home, seven game homestand. Uh, they finished it at four and three. Um, and I saw something on Twitter. They would played 31 games in 31 days, um, which Holy crap, to go 17 and 14 is very respectable um, in my mind. So Padres could have moved them out of the top five potentially, but I think from three to five is a reasonable move. The Dodgers stay at four. Um, Tony Gonsolin, I had a little note here. Tony Gonsolin, he fell short of becoming, he would have been the third Dodgers starter in history to win his first 10 decisions of the season um he had a he was unable to do that um but he had a very strong outing sunday night uh the braves against the braves five and two thirds one run um he has a 158 era um which is best in the majors among guys with 50 innings pitched dodgers are 45 and 26 um and i'm not looking bad look if you're in this top five we are being very very particular with how we're ranking the Mets I moved down from number two to number three Um, they dropped two to the Astros in Houston um, and then they took two out of three from the Marlins in Miami their lead in the NL East is certainly not as big as it was a few weeks ago um, but they are doing um, their part in trying to make sure that they stay in first place Against NL East teams, they're 24 and nine, uh, winning 12 of their past 14 games um, against or winning 12 of their past 14 intra division games. Um, And only the Yankees, who are 26 and 12, have more intra division wins, but the Mets to better a winning percentage at 24 and nine. And uh, I moved them from two to three because the houston astros jumped from number five to number two the astros had this is for sure their most challenging stretch of the whole season nine games they played the mets and the yankees that's it for nine games so far they're four and two it's been a very eventful stretch for them so far they held the yankees Hit list for 16 consecutive innings over the weekend. Um, they got two at City field against the Mets um, and you know this there's so much that's going right for the Astros, but uh, Jose Altuve in this Yankee series absolutely destroyed us was on base 10 times uh, in, in his last eight games nine for 29, that's a 310 batting average, five extra base hits, eight runs scored and six walks. Uh, He's been uh, very, very good so far this season, showing us that, um, really showing up everybody because Altuve became one of the most hated players and however you think about it, that stuff that happened in 2017 was a long time ago. He won MVP that year um, and he's putting up very, very good production so far this year. 154 OPS plus. He won the MVP with a 160 OPS plus. So just keep that in mind for how good he's been playing this year. And at number one, staying at number one, um, they've been on the top of my rankings. My Yeah, every single week since week eight. I had them week six at number one. I moved the Dodgers past them in week seven but since week eight um, i've had the yankees on top and for good reason um, they had quite the dramatic walk-off win on sunday with aaron judge's three-run home run um, and it would have avoided matching their longest losing streak of the season which is three um, there's not much to you know talk about when t- when you Really look at the Yankee season so far that we haven't talked about yet, but you can certainly speculate on um, whether or not they have a chance to break the all time wins record in the regular season Um, and a stumble like this, you know, splitting a two, a four game series against the Astros, even Um, If they would have lost three out of four, it's something to really look out for because you can't have very many of those stretches if you want to break this all-time wins record of 116 uh, set by the Mariners in 2001. Um, Look, they didn't have a good offensive weekend whatsoever against the Astros. They split the series. They get a little bit of a reprieve with the uh, struggling A's who I, of course, have last um, in my... In my rankings, Um, they get three games against the A's and then it's one at Houston, just a single game at Houston before three at the Guardians this weekend. So interested for those four games um, to wrap up the weekend, but that's going to do it for my power rankings. Thank you for listening. Check us out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok at MLB Daily Pod and we'll see you.
0: winner.